Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Undying Light listeners. Welcome to a bonus episode for Undying Light. Uh, I think these will basically become kind of a regular staple uh, on this show as we move through the time together. Uh, is Tuesdays will now essentially be a second launch date, and then any other potential bonus shows may take the place of this series or... Uh, we may drop them on another date, depending on you know collaborations and things like that with other people. So, if you hadn't listened to Friday's episode on Ecclesiastes chapters four and five, um, I want to just kind of preference a few things really quick before we get into today's episode on the Augsburg Confession. And uh, basically, what that is amounting to is if you have listened to the show previously and for a long time. Thank you for listening and uh, showing your support. But if you have been a long time listener, then uh, you'll notice that in recent episodes, I've had ads come on uh, at the beginning, the middle and the end of the episode. And I've been trying to be very diligent um, in my uh, building out essentially of these ads and trying to ensure that uh, they're appropriate for you to hear and uh, being up front with you and, and understanding why we do them. Uh, just a nice little way to help um, bring in a few extra pennies to the show to help us continue to bring you content every single week. If you're interested in ad-free content, then you can always become a patron and join us there, and you'll get episodes that are not uh, at, uh, have ads running in them. So... You'll only ever get three, one in the beginning, one in the middle, and one in the end. That's all I'm going to ever do, but I will also preference the show as well with the fact that we have essentially two sponsors now on Undying Light. One is Logos Bible Software. You can go and get all of this wonderful software. Um, you can download it for free and start from there and build out your library, or you can buy a package. Uh, you can use uh, go to undyinglight.com forward slash undyinglight and get yourself some free books and uh, some discounts on the packages. From that, you guys can 
you know, look at your Bibles and study Bibles and commentaries and notes and other various uh, works of theology through the centuries. Uh, you can even gear it towards a specific denomination if you choose to. So Logos is quite versatile. Uh, I run it on my phone quite a bit. I got it on any any device in my house, my laptop and my iPad, and I use it quite frequently. Uh, it's where I build all of my sermons from. And it's from where I take all my notes for uh, these shows that I'm doing. So great resource to have. Uh, the other one is the MyPillow uh, company. I am working with them now to bring you better product and better quality for when you go to bed at night uh, or when you're lounging around on a lazy Saturday afternoon. You can use my promo code Undying Light when you go to check out. You can check uh, and get on mypillow.com and you can see that you know this promo code will cover for all the device or all the products that they offer uh, sheets mattresses uh, slippers my wife loves her slippers uh, clothing men's and women's pjs the pillows obviously uh, towels all sorts of really interesting and awesome things i love my pillow products they are uh, phenomenal so those are two sponsors for uh undying light podcast and so you'll hear me you know a little bit each week kind of uh expound upon them a little bit more and uh hopes that uh you know you guys would take advantage of these discounts and uh get yourself some sweet swag i did use that word uh, i am old so uh at least i'm not standing here on the mic dabbing even though you can see that, but you know, uh, it's just reminds me of that, uh, post from the, uh, honest youth pastor where uh, I forget the context, but it was like, you know, have you ever tried to show up to a, a youth, you know, con event and you walk in and you start dropping, you know, language that was like, you know, used by the, the youth, you know, last year. So you're using old language and then at the end of it, you dab, and you walk, you know, and then you go on with your show. It's like the moment of cringe is upon us <laughs> when we have those moments. So, all right, guys. So we've got uh, some content to get into today. We are going to look at um, the introduction to the Augsburg Confession. I'm actually going to read through uh, what is written here because I feel like it's um, appropriate for where we are in this show. And... Uh, if you have the Book of Concord, you can actually follow along, but we're going to get into this and look at the preface, uh, the preface of the Augsburg Confession, and then we're going to try and dig into some of the articles at hand. Under the date of January 21st, 1530, Charles, uh, Emperor Charles V summoned an imperial diet to meet in the following April in Augsburg, Germany. He desired a united front in his military operations uh, against the Turks, and it seemed to demand that an end of it may be made of the religious disunity, uh, which has been introduced at home as a result of the Reformation. Accordingly, he invited the princes and representatives of free cities to the empire to discuss religious differences at the forthcoming diet in hope of overcoming them and restoring unity in keeping with the in invitation to the elector of Saxony uh, asked his theologians in Wittenberg to prepare an account of the beliefs and practices in the church of his land. Since a statement of doctrine such as the Schwabach, or Schwabach, Schwabach articles, I'm probably butcher that name, my apologies, 
have already been prepared in the summer of 1529. It seemed to be needed now was an additional statement concerning the changes in practices uh, that once been made in the churches of Saxony. Such a statement was, was therefore prepared by the Wittenberg theologians, and since it was approved at a meeting uh, in the uh, Torgo in, at the end of March in 1530, is commonly referred to as the Torgo Articles. So this is essentially the, f- the, the f- beginning basis to the Augsburg Confession. And, and I do want to preference this too as well. Um, I actually had a discussion with somebody the other day. I, I'm gonna, you know, I've always been up and fr- upfront and honest with you as a listener. Uh, I I am not uh, versatile in multiple languages, and so sometimes my tongue just cannot work out the word, and so I do stumble quite often. But I think that shows that I'm human, and and I'm you know recording this in a raw format that. I'm going to show you my flaws and uh, and allow you to work through them on your own. I, I know some people out there are great with uh, pronunciations and hitting those foreign names and foreign languages, and that's wonderful. But, uh, you know, and, and hopefully that'll be something that I come to polish over time because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you know, my goal is to bring to you the content and make it understandable for you. And if I'm stumbling over words, then that's just not right. But there's going to be a time to time that I'm going to hit a word and it's just not going to work well. So my apologies. And uh, I hope we can move over that. Anywho, let's get to the, pre- the preface of the uh, Augsburg Confessions. Uh, this is essentially just a introductory, another opening writing, and uh, it's got some bullet points uh, that are being addressed here. A short time ago, your imperial majesty graciously summoned a diet of the empire to convene here in Augsburg, and your summons, your majesty indicated an earnest desire to deliberate concerning matters pertaining to the Turk, that traditional foe of ours, and of the Christian religion, and how, with continuing help, he might effectively be resisted. The desires was also expressed for deliberation on what uh, might be done about the dissension concerning our holy faith and the Christian religion. And to this end, it was proposed to employ all diligence amicably and charitably to hear, understand, and weigh uh, the judges' opinions and beliefs of the several parties among us to unite the same in agreement uh, on one Christian church. So then they go through uh, and they explain all of these reasons and all of these like, you know, essentially statements of why they're convening and why they're doing this. Uh, They ended up coming up with 24 statements. We're not going to read through all of them, but if you do have the book of Concord, you'll find all this in there. But uh, today's episode, I really want to focus more or less on the uh, confession itself today, and we will get into um, various articles uh, concerning faith and doctrine, and then we will get into uh, articles about matters in which account is, uh, let me see here, get my notes open for me all the way. Uh, articles on the matters of in dispute in which the account is given of the abuses which have been corrected, uh, and so there's both kinds of the both kinds in the sacrament, the marriage of the priest, the mass, confession, 
the distinction of foods, monastic vows, and the power of bishops. So that's going to wrap it out. I don't know if we're going to get through all of that because I do want to read through these articles and, and then we will uh, get into the explanation probably uh, in the coming weeks as we break down each article. Now, I do have this nifty little book and we are going to use it um, and it helps to explain each of these articles. But um, again, we're, we're going to get into uh, more of this um, in the coming weeks. My goal is to uh, be as open and honest and, and upfront about this content as possible. And uh, you can actually go online and, and get free Book of Concord. You can read through the Augsburg Confession online. You don't have to deal with you know, buying anything. So it's all available to you. And I would advise you to grab a copy because, you know, it's not often that you get to hear podcasts just whipping through an entire confession. Um, there's a few of them out there that do that, and they do a great job. But uh, especially when it comes to the Lutheran faith and the Lutheran professions, it's uh, not always equated or, or demonstrated properly. So we're going to try and take, you know, as I said in the first introductory of the show, is to take this the complexities of these things and demonstrate them in the manner of which Lutherans or Luther more specifically held to. And, and I've been open and honest with a lot of people in my walk. Melanchthon uh, started to soften language and it started to take people away uh, from you know, the teachings of Luther. And then, you know, to those who like to argue that Luther wasn't a systematic theologian and he, you know, kind of was all over the place. Luther had a method to his madness and, uh, you know, I will admit he was not a systematic theologian. And there's, and, and, and the Lutheran theology, though, at its core, isn't like that of the Reformed faith. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as we get into that portion later on. But there's, there's a need that, like, the Reformed have around systematizing all of their beliefs. They want to uh, articulate this, that, and the other. And we'll, we'll talk about all that. But we're, with the Lutherans, we're not necessarily focused so much on, uh, you know, a systematic theology. We're more or less focused on Christ and what he said. And we, you know, can answer some of these questions, and we do so here in the confession. And then we turn and just say, you know, what we can't explain, we don't turn to philosophy or man's reasoning or understanding. You know, we, we could turn to scripture and explain certain things, but then there are some things to us that are just mysteries that we can't. How do we explain uh, the, the position in the Lord's Supper where Jesus says, this is my body, my blood, and to which uh, Luther would go to say that he, you know, Jesus is there presently in the bread, under the bread, and with the bread, and with the wine. Uh, but he doesn't change, you know, the bread doesn't change into Jesus. The, you know, you don't have to reconsecrate uh, Christ or anything like that. So there's, you know, mystery to it. Uh, there's mystery to the virgin birth. There's mystery to the way God does things and he interrupts our lives. And so. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Lutherans are a little bit more open to uh, accepting that and when we can't logically or philosophically explain something. Uh, Luther was very much opposed to, you know, uh, philosophy. And so as I've dug into my Lutheran teachings, I've realized that much of what I carry around in my backpack had to be discarded because it was something that was logically trying to explain something that scripture either may or may not to uh, allude to. Because then we run into the complexities of, you know, well, this passage here says this, but then this passage over here says that. And, and, and it might seem like if we're trying to logically or systematically explain something that there's this, you know, uh, there's two texts that are kind of at odds with each other. And that happens. And, and we, we have to just be open and honest with the text that, you know, different writers were writing for different purposes and reasons and for different audiences. And, you know, we need to understand all of the contextual premise to understanding scripture. This is not a show on hermeneutics. So, um, but there, but there is an essence to understanding this because Lutherans and Reformed, we overlap in a lot of beliefs. You know, as you'll hear through this, uh, through this episode, you'll see 
a lot of these articles are pretty much exactly what you would agree to as a reformed thinker. But where we don't overlap, there are some significant differences with how we approach Scripture. And we will be, again, breaking down and discussing all of this in greater detail uh, in coming weeks. So article number one in the Augsburg Confession is on God. And this is what it says. We unanimously hold and teach in accordance with the decree of the Council of Nicaea that, excuse me, that there is one divine essence which is called and which is truly God. That there are three persons in this divine essence, equal in power and alike eternal, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. All three are one divine essence, eternal, without division, without end, of infinite power, wisdom, and goodness, one creator and the uh, preserver of all things visible and invisible. The word, quote-unquote, person is to be understood as the Father employed the term in this connection. That not as a part or a property of another, but as to which exists itself. Therefore, therefore, all of the heresies that are contrary to this article are rejected. And we have a, you know, a list of heresies um, that arose that would try to assert that there are two gods or one good god and one god, bad god. Uh, and you can actually, if you watch on Instagram or uh, more importantly on Facebook, you can see I'm going to break through all, break down all of these um, heresies and these different groups. And so I'm not going to list them here. Uh, in line six, also that of the uh, Samatosis, old and new, who hold that there is only one person and sophistically assert that the other two, the Word and the Holy Spirit, are not necessarily distinct persons but that the word signifies a physical word or a voice in that the holy spirit <clears throat> is movement induced in creatures so the way the article sets up is it asserts its belief and then it says because of our belief all of these heresies that are contrary to the triune god are rejected and they and we'll get into the confession and how they break that down a little bit further, but it's essentially assertion and rejection of false teaching. And again, I don't know anybody uh, who would not hold to what lines one through four said that they hold to the council of Nicaea. God is truly God in three persons, and that there are three persons in this div- one divine essence, equal in power and alike, eternal God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. There, all three are one divine essence, eternal, without division, without end, of infinite power, wisdom, and goodness, one creator and perseverer of all things visible and invisible. That I think we can all agree upon. And then I would also venture to say that we can all agree that anything that goes against those beliefs uh, is, is one redeemed is deemed as heresy and, and then therefore rejected. So article number two is original sin. It is also taught among us that the fall of Adam, all men who are born according to the course of nature are conceived and born in sin. That is, all men are full of evil, lust, and inclinations from their mother's womb and are unable by nature to have fear, to have true fear of God and true faith in God. Moreover, this inborn sickness and hereditary sin is truly sin and condemns to the eternal wrath of God all of those 
who are not born again through baptism and the Holy Spirit. Rejected in this connection are the Pelagians, who also deny that original sin is sin, and that they hold to the natural man as being made righteous by his own powers, thus disparaging the sufferings and the merit of Christ. Uh, so original sin actually starts to bring into some new elements. And again, we'll, we'll be talking about a lot of this in the heresy uh, episodes on my social media pages. But you can um, look and see that these uh, that there are a number of groups out there that believe in different things. Um, we have those who would say uh, original sin is not really a thing, but it's a guilt. Uh, it's original guilt. Um, and then we would venture on to say that some would uh, go to the level like the Pelagians would say that, you know, you aren't actually born with the original sin. You just learn to sin over time because uh, the influences of the world are what uh, take you either to or away from God. So there's a lot of heresies that surround this. Uh, there's a lot of different views. And again, my, my goal is to break all of these articles down as we get into the confession and the apology of the Augsburg Confession and start to uh, work through what each of these made. Um, you know, for instance, if we jump into the apology of uh, original sin, there's uh, approximately 51 lines and, and 51 points that they make, and not just lines, 51 points that they make. So there's a considerable amount of information that needs to be unhashed as we move into that portion and we'll, we'll highlight the big things and then we'll move on. All right. Uh, article three, the son of God. It is also taught among us that God, the son became man born of the Virgin Mary and that the two natures divine and human are inseparably united in one person and that there is one Christ, true God and true man who was truly born, suffered and crucified, died and was buried in order to be, a sacrifice not only for original sin, but also for all other sins and to propitiate God's wrath. The same Christ also descended into hell, truly rose from the dead on the third day, ascended into heaven and sits, and sits at the right hand of God, that he may eternally rule and have dominion over all creatures, that through the Holy Spirit he may sanctify, purify, strengthen, and comfort all who believe in him that he may bestow on them life and every grace and blessing that he may protect and defend them against the devil and against sin. The same Lord Jesus will return openly to judge the living and the dead as stated in the apostles creed. All right. I would venture to say that we all agree on God, the son, the son of God. This is Jesus Christ. We know you know, uh, between the reform camp and the Lutheran camps and uh, those who don't identify with either one, I would say if we are in agreement to all of this, then we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Line four, and I, and I do want to highlight this, the same Christ that descended into hell. Uh, that word hell seems to not bode well with many people in modern day church because we think hell is being the eternal fiery place where the devil rules and yada yada and demons and stuff. No, um, there's at least in my opinion, a better translation would be descended into the dead. Um, but between hell and dead, it, you know, you can go down the different beliefs of, of the afterlife. We did an episode on hell. Uh, a number of months ago in the eschatology series. And uh, 
you can go and check that out. We talk about uh, all sorts of different views and beliefs in hell and, and other words and, and things like that associated with it. We also talked a bit about it in the episode on death because we had to uh, address how things happened when we die. And so go check that out as well. Those are like the first couple of episodes in the series of eschatology. So you can go back to like, you can Google search intro to eschatology and you could, you will find first episode and then that will take you. It's like the first four episodes. We did heaven, hell, uh, death, heaven, hell. And then we started looking at the four major views. All right. So justification is article number four. It is also taught among us that we cannot obtain forgiveness of sin and righteousness before God by our own merits works or satisfactions, but that we receive forgiveness of sin and become righteous before God, uh, before God by grace for Christ's sake through faith. For when we believe that Christ suffered for us and that for his sake, our sin is forgiven and the righteousness and eternal life are given to us for God will regard and reckon this faith as righteous as Paul states in Romans three twenty one through 26 and chapter four, verse five. Uh, again, Protestants would all agree that we are justified by faith alone, not by our works, our merits, our own satisfactions, anything that we do. Uh, it is, that is all negligent, uh, when we get to, um, the fact that our justification is in, uh, is by God's grace alone. Uh, again, we'll get into a little bit deeper dives as we go through the, uh, apology here. Alrighty, um, article number five, and, and, and here's the other thing too, um, <laughs> this is another staple of why Lutherans aren't systematic. If you've noticed that we go from God to original sin to the son of God, now justification, and now we're going to look at the office of the ministry, and then we're going to look at the new obedience, the church, what the church is, baptism, the Lord's Supper, confession, repentance, the use of sacraments, the order of the church, church uh, usages, civil government, the return of Christ to judge freedom of the will, the cause of sin, faith in good works, and the, cult, and the cult of saints. That's all the articles, uh, at least before we get to those that are in dispute, and which I listed earlier. But that's, I mean, there, there, there's kind of like a summary, like these next couple articles deal with the church, and then we've got a couple on the sacraments, and then we got some more on civil uses and the churches and things like that. So there's not really a, you know, a well-thought-out process with how uh, this was done. But we also noted, too, in prior episodes that when the, 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 those who formulated the Augsburg confession came, uh, they were addressing just one, they were addressing the, uh, false teachings of other churches Two, They were addressing things that, um, they found is in opposition to Rome. And so these are the like big high level topics and, and how they kind of break down in, uh, in the, the faith of uh, Lutherans in this time period. So article number five is the office of the minist uh, ministry. To obtain such faith, God instituted the office of ministry, that is to provide the gospel and the sacraments. Through these, as, the, as through means, he gives the Holy Spirit. He works faith when and where he pleases in those who hear the gospel and, and the gospel teaches that we have a gracious God, not by our own merits, but by the merits of Christ. When we believe this condemned are the Anabaptists and others who teach that the Holy spirit to come through our own preparations, thoughts and works without a, an external word of the gospel. 
and we'll get into that a little bit deeper too um, on how uh, Lutherans believe in uh, faith being administered. So uh, that's going to wrap up today's episode, guys. We're just going to look at those first five articles and then we will dig into uh, some more next week, but a little bit shorter show today just due to time constraints and life like that. So until next week, guys, have a great week. God bless and we'll see you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.